When you think of family, what do you think of? I think of brothers and sisters, mom and dad, grandma and grandpa, aunts, uncles, lots of cousins. I have a big family. Uh, today we're talking about the family of God on Cell Life Church TV. This is Cell Life Church TV. We invite you to join the conversation with pastors Brian and Kelly as they discuss an encouraging topic that is relevant to life today. Hello. Hi. Thank you for joining us once again in the Cell Life Church studio. Please be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel mm -hmm. and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also help by sharing our teaching with your family and friends on social media. Yeah. We would really like to thank everyone who has donated so far for to provide Bibles for Pastor Isaac's Pastor's Bible School in Zambia. Mm -hmm. Last week, we shared that he is in need of Bibles so he can give one to each pastor who comes to the Cell Life Church Zambia Bible School. Mm -hmm. These Bibles are just six U.S. dollars each. So please consider donating to these pastors so that they can have their own Bible to read and teach from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's such an awesome opportunity. Uh, when I think of family, I think of people who share a common heritage and typically have a common outlook on life. I also think of people who share with one another freely and stand together against any threat or difficult circumstance. Family was very important when I was growing up. Just about every Saturday, we would visit all of the aunts and uncles and cousins on one side of the family. And just about every major holiday, the whole other side of the family would get together for a huge picnic or dinner with games and all sorts of fun. I mean, all sorts of fun. <laughs> Uh, my grandparents had this huge house that they raised their seven kids in, and once most of their kids were grown, they started taking in foster kids. And those foster kids were every bit a part of the family as the rest of us were. There was even talk about adopting some of them. And once adopted, they would be a real permanent member of the family and even share the family name. It is important to be part of a family. Yeah. Family knows your imperfections mm -hmm. and helps you overcome them with love without condemnation. Yeah. It stands behind you and celebrates with your successes and laments with your losses. Mm -hmm. Family is family and nothing breaks the bonds of family. That's true. <laughs> However, before we continue, we do want to say that not all families are this ideal. Right. Most families have their issues. Some issues are bigger than others. <laughs> if you're part of a family that has some severe issues, we're sorry and would love to help you through that. So feel free to contact yes. us and maybe we can help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, being a part of the church is being part of a family also. A family that stands together, lives together, and plays together, warts and all. <laughs> uh, Let's read John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. When you are family, not only do you carry the family name, but there's an ancestry. There is an inheritance that is passed from one generation to the next. There are rights and responsibilities that go with being part of a family. And being a part of the family of God is no different. 
John is sharing with us exactly what Jesus did by giving up his life on the cross. When we accept the precious gift that he offers, everlasting life, by saying yes to his call, we become children of God. We are adopted into the family of God. Mm -hmm. We take the name. We receive a place at the table. Mm -hmm. We get to celebrate and share with the rest of the family. And we get to share in the inheritance. The question is, are you wandering the streets as an orphan? Are you a foster child living with someone's family but not a real part of it yet? Or have you been adopted in? Well, what do we mean by that? Well, let's look at the three of these. To start out, orphans are without family. Mm-hmm. They are alone in the world and often wandering aimlessly. Mm-hmm. They have little to no purpose other mm-hmm. than their daily survival. It's them against the world. Right. We see pictures of orphans in the news, and depending upon where you live, you may see orphans roaming the streets. Mm-hmm. They're begging for food, looking for shelter. They yeah. have no one to look out for and no one to look out for them. Yeah. They are alone. Yeah. We are all born spiritual orphans yeah. because of sin and are separated from God and wandering through life aimlessly. That's right. We are concerned with our daily needs and ourselves mm-hmm. and have little time for anyone or anything else. Right. In life, there are people who build orphanages. We have a friend who has built an orphanage in Haiti and runs it through donations from different churches here in America and in Canada. We don't see orphans wandering the streets much here in America, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. Often law enforcement is involved in bringing orphans or runaways and and placing them in foster homes. Spiritually, the same thing is happening. Someone comes along and sees a person wandering through life aimlessly. They invite them in to be part of their group or church. Maybe it's an invitation to an outreach event or a retreat. Maybe it's an invitation to come come to their home for a meal. In any case, the orphan, the lost soul, is invited in to spend time with the family of God. The wanderer becomes like a foster child in the family of God. Now, when an orphan becomes a foster child in a foster home, there are many advantages. They are now safe and now have a real bed and don't have to scrounge for food. They start to see there is more to life than just each day's needs for survival. And they're not part, or they're not part of the family, but they receive some of the benefits. They receive protection and provision, and they receive lots of love and understanding, but there's nothing permanent about it. Yeah, spiritually, when we enter into a church and start to spend time with God's people, the same thing is happening. That's right. You're like a spiritual foster child. Mm -hmm. That group or church is going to give you some protection. They're going to love you and help you see beyond your daily survival. They're going to give you a safe place to rest and let your Mm -hmm. guard down a bit. Mm -hmm. Though there is nothing permanent and there's no inheritance or guarantee of staying, you enjoy the rest and provision. Sometimes when a child is in a foster home and there is no hope to return to their family or there is no family to return to, their hope is in someone adopting them. That's right. Sometimes it is the foster families themselves that adopt these children. Mm -hmm. Spiritually, that happens too. We need to be looking at getting each person who is a spiritual foster child in the family of God adopted into a family somewhere. Mm -hmm. It may not be with your church or your group. That's right. Maybe it's back with the group or church they grew up in, or maybe it's the group or church down the street. Mm -hmm. At any rate, it is important for them to say yes to Jesus' call and become children of God. 
John 1 12 says it so well those who receive Jesus and Mm -hmm. believe in his name have the right to become children of God that's right as a child of God, you have a right to take on the name of the family. Yes. You are the son or daughter of the king. Yes. You are princes and princesses in the kingdom of God. That's right. And just like in a natural family, you have brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles, and lots of cousins, <laughs> all of whom will stand alongside you because you are part of the family. Amen. Amen. I like that. (laughs) Kelly's family adopted me. (laughs) The changes that take place in you when you become a member of the family of God are great, too. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22 says this. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. Amen. We are being built together into one church Mm -hmm. with Jesus Christ as the chief cornerstone. We are members of God's household and have the creator of the universe as our father and his son, our savior, as a brother. It doesn't get any better than that. (laughs) Now, families have their issues. They have arguments and disagree on things. Every now now and then, I'll be working on a project, and I'll hear our children in the other room arguing about something, and I'll have to go in and be dad and solve it for them. God's family is no different. There are arguments sometimes. There are disagreements and hurts sometimes. But we have to know and believe that God will step in when needed and solve the issue when we can't solve it ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. Friends, we want to welcome you into the family of God. We want to encourage you to be part of a group of believers who love Jesus and serve God with their whole hearts. We want to encourage you to invite others into your group and help them become members of the family and to live up to the family name, which is Christian, representing the family well. Always be ready to invite in another stranger who is wandering and needs Mm -hmm. to love grace, mercy, and forgiveness of Jesus. We are one big family. There are lots and lots of cousins, aunts and uncles, and brothers and sisters. Yes. (laughs) If you're all ready to be adopted in, I want to invite you to say yes to Jesus right now. Jesus is calling you, and you hear his still, small voice in your heart. It is as simple as saying, yes, Jesus, I am yours. I ask for your forgiveness and I give my life to you. When you say that to Jesus sincerely, you are adopted into the family. Yes, amen. But don't keep wandering after that. Become part of a group of believers who you can stand with and will stand with you. Mm -hmm. And please let us know. Click the I Said Yes to Jesus link at the top of our web pages and let us know you joined the family of God. Yeah, amen, amen. That link's at the top of every page, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for being with us. Uh, We really look forward to hearing your thoughts and that you said yes to Jesus. Please be sure to share this video with your family and friends. And until next time, be encouraged in Jesus' name. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for joining us for Cell Life Church TV. Be sure to like and share this video with your friends and family. We hope you have been encouraged and invite you to join in on the discussion. If you have comments or questions about this or any of our other teachings, please comment below. You may also email us. We enjoy hearing how these messages impact your life. Please consider supporting Cell Life Church financially. You can donate to support a pastor or provide for orphans and widows. You can also provide clean water and medicine, or you can purchase Bibles for Christians in Muslim nations. Details for these and more can be found on our website at www.celllifechurch.org.